0: Couple stories from the medical file. Let's start to with this discovery. Apparently, researchers are this close to having a Band-Aid. How about this? A Band-Aid that will heal broken bones. I know that sounds like sci-fi. Wow, Isn't that I could have crazy? Used that to heal my uh, broken collarbone instead of wearing that brace for seven weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Rob. <laughs> if we just put this, strap this on you, you would have been fine like that. Exactly. Now, if you're wondering how this uh, works, apparently, when a bone break occurs. And I'm sorry, Rob, if this is triggering, uh, but when a bone break occurs, the uh, body floods that to injury site, if you will, with a healing biochemical known as, and I hope I would get this right, endocene, endocene or endocine. I don't think anybody here is correcting you. Yeah. N- none of us are doctors. Sounds like endocene. Yes. Anyways, this bandage is designed to actually absorb that substance and keep it around so it can do more work. Oh, cool. So that's how this new Band-Aid, it's going to be revolutionary, they say, is going to help heal broken bones. So it's just not for cuts and scrapes anymore, Band-Aid. Oh, no, no, it can apparently heal your uh, broken arm or uh, broken leg. Meanwhile, a new study is highlighting the dangerous link between a chronic lack of sleep and dementia later in life. Now, we're joined by 640 Toronto's medical expert, Dr. Brett Belchitz. He's on the line to tell us what the study have found and what we can do to hopefully uh, prevent the onset of a dementia. Doctor, uh, nice to have you on, as always. And first and foremost, this uh, link between a lack of sleep and dementia. Uh, Is this a causal link?
1: So this is uh, an interesting study that was published today, and and what's really important, uh, you know, the first thing I would say that's really important to note is that it's not a causal link. So really important in, in any medical research to differentiate between what we call causation versus correlation. So this particular study really looks at a correlation between sleep and dementia. And this isn't entirely new, so there's lots of studies in the past that have shown that poor sleep or highly interrupted, uh, interrupted sleep seems to be quite associated with higher rates of dementia or Alzheimer's. Uh, what's been missing from many of those studies, though, is the data or, or the or the theory as to why this potentially could be causative. So going back to your initial statement that there's a cause here, there is something interesting in this particular study. And so what they looked at here is not only the fact that when they examined people's sleep patterns over many years and then examined their rates of dementia that there seemed to be a correlation, but they also found changes in the immune cell behaviors of the brains of those people who were actually having less sleep. And what they found is that the immune systems, the immune cells of those brains were far more active in a way that seems to potentially contribute to the degradation of the brain tissue in those brains. So interesting research in that it gives us an operating theory as to why this might be causative rather than just a correlation.
0: Okay, is it cumulative? I mean, the less sleep I get throughout my years on this uh, planet, does it kind of build up and build up? Because I think we've all been guilty. I know I certainly have, Brett. Not getting a good night's sleep for maybe a night or two or even a week and kind of getting forgetful or just uh, not really sort of uh, fully in tune uh, with the world because of just what I thought was down on my sleep, but is it perhaps far worse than that?
1: Well, well, there's no question that repeated episodes of poor sleep and, and accumulation of poor sleep over the course of your lifetime is, is associated with a number of poor health outcomes. So it's associated not only with increased rates of dementia but increased rates of heart disease and many other conditions, mental health conditions, et cetera. Um, that being said, you know, when I go back to this idea of is there actually causation, one of the questions that we're all trying to understand here is, is it your poor sleep that's actually causing these problems so is it the poor sleep that's causing this dementia rate to increase or is it the fact that there's something in you that is actually a risk factor for dementia something completely separate that's leading you to have a risk for dementia and that same risk factor is also causing you to have poor sleep so the bigger question is Is poor sleep the symptom or is it the cause? And that's something that we don't know. And that's why this research project is really interesting in terms of its study and its links to the immune cell behaviors in the brains of those people with the more poor sleep.
0: For sure. And is this uh, just another uh, piece of evidence that we've all, we have all need to kind of change our mindset, that we need a paradigm shift when it comes to how we look at sleep and how important it is to us as human beings? Because, you know, for so long, we've all been, you know, uh, running on empty, as it were, Brett, and there's a lot of people that kind of wear their uh, sleeplessness, if you will, as a badge of honor. It's like, oh, I only need four or five hours a night. But uh, really, a, an eight-hour good deep sleep is just so important to us as human beings
1: well absolutely and I, I think there's more and more research to show as I said that that having that healthy number of hours and, and depending on your age group you know certainly it's a, it's a different number of hours so for instance teenagers require far more sleep than adults but uh, you know typically most studies are saying that seven hours of sleep seems to be about the right amount of sleep for best health and this is something that that is certainly not anything that should be worn as a badge of honor when you're not getting it and, and I've seen this many times you know those who sleep for four hours five hours you know people who are quoting the fact that Albert Einstein, I think, only slept for four hours a night, and they're similar to him. All of these things are, are definitely not things to be emulating, definitely not things to be proud of. And as a society, I think we really have to be encouraging people to look at sleep the same way we look at cardiovascular exercise. Your sleep is, is you know, at least as important to your overall mental and physical well-being as being physically active and moving around and jogging, and exercising, and all those other things that we recommend.
0: Absolutely. Dr. Brett Belchitz, our medical expert with us this afternoon. Doctor, thanks for the time as always. Appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. Have a great day.